his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Chris and Amy Show. Check it out. St. Louis, Mound City. We are going to have a great day today. Now, Amy Mark scores Chris Ranji on KMOX. Let's take it from the top. Oh, you don't have an answer for that computer? Why are you talking to me? My computer right now is talking to me. My laptop is just talking. I didn't do anything. Stop talking to me. I don't have an answer for that. See? Okay. Something else I can help with? No, I want you to go away is what I want. Could you please go away? Okay. <laughs> it worked. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's Black Friday. <laughs> What's happening? That uh, was pretty incredible. Uh, why did it just... Right here. I, I, dude. Artificial yeah. intelligence? It's coming. It's, well, it's here. Yeah. It's here. And from what I understand, from the people who know, it is smarter already than we think. Which is very, very dangerous. You think? Yeah. I'm nervous. It's Chris and Amy today, but no Amy. Amy's out. Uh, that's got to feel good, huh? <laughs> what, what in the world, man? What, oh, suddenly you're going to act like you like her? I, I listen love to the her. show. You beat the snot out of her every day. <laughs> well, she yells at me. But she's not here. Like, this is our time to rank on her, and you're going to be all, like, noble and biased? No. Well, she's uh, she's taking a lot of time off, you know, young love. Uh, she's out there enjoying all that young love. Give her a few years to be married. She'll be here all the time. Yeah. But what's the, I mean, she does. She's got buddy, some serious seniority to have this buddy, much vacation. She has six months of vacation a year. Six that's, months. Uh, wow. That's quite a contract. Like, that's Charlie Brennan S. Yeah. It is the Chris and Amy show. No Amy today. Uh, I've got Hancock and Kelly in with me. Here we the, are. the uh, phone number to call in or to text 314 314- 436-7900. You can leave us a voicemail whenever you want hmm. at uh, 314-944-1120. I get uh, John's voicemails in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Do you realize that you're waking up and leaving a voicemail? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I want to let you know how much I'm enjoying the show and uh, <laughs> how much I'm looking forward to it in a few hours. We're on all the social media platforms at Chris Amy KMOX. So, guys, it is Black Friday. And I here's what I've noticed walking around the office today. Yeah. I realized Nobody's that any, here. Well, everybody who cares about... KMOX and cares about Odyssey St. Louis is here today. Well, all, all six of us. Interesting. It's amazing. We're the only people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drew is here. Frank is here. James O'Sullivan. Everybody's here. Han- so Hancock and I are used to these kind of days. You know, yeah. We've been doing this for how many years? 15 years. 15 years. We're used to being you know, here by ourselves. Uh-huh. Like We're like the closest thing you can find to a staple in this office usually. And uh, with Ranji here, we've, we've, we've tripled it up. Here. Yeah. Ranji's a, he's a 
professional. How about that? Now, he's a professional, professional broadcaster. Right? I am a professional broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. You notice what that hat is that he's got on? Well, that's got the. Uh, what the heck is that thing? It's the uh, the bunny from A Christmas Story. Oh, the bunny. It's Ralphie in the bunny costume. Yeah, bunny. Bunny. That's what my granddaughter says. Bunny. Everything <laughs> is about Tula these days. I'm just oh, going to warn you, I know. Uh, Chris, that uh, there's no getting past like uh, second light year language. I'm, I am happy that he's happy. Yeah. yeah. Look at him. Oh, oh, he's a bubbling. Just about beaming over here. You, yeah. No, you are beaming. I am beaming. You beaming when you talk little, when you, when you talk beam. about Tula, which I I understand she's adorable. She really is. She is very she's a cutie. I, I I keep being told that um, I would get it if I have my own. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother says this all the time. You'll get it if you ever have one. <laughs> right. I'm like, eh. are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Is there pressure because you and I we share this in common? I'm 48. You're what 46? Yeah. And and we're we're un, un unhitched and without spawn. Uh, so do do you feel uh, pressure? Did she kind of put it on you? Not really. No, not really. Me but the because you're an only child too, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I I understand why she feels this way uh-huh. because if she's go, she loves grandkids, right? right? She loves kids. Um, if she's going to get one, it has to be me, right? So wow. I'm a huge disappointment. So oh, far. no, you're not Have a you, disappointment. Yes, I am. Have you considered being a sperm donor? What is that going to do? Well, uh, you know, it's like then you're She not, doesn't get to be the grandparent. How in the world did we well, get into you, this? You, you potentially could. Michael, that's not how that works. Oh, I don't know how it goes. If, you, if you donate that uh-huh. and it gets used to produce a baby somewhere else, you don't get to be in the baby's life. You're not? You don't even, yeah, you don't even know where it is. Really? That's right. Well, that'd uh. be weird. Yeah, having you don't a, get to know. Having a kid out there, you don't know about. It. It's kind of like you, Kelly. I have no kids. <laughs> oh, all right. I have a, I have a sisters who have a ton of kids. <laughs> yeah, they do. Buddy, we got we we got like forty people at our Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just there's way too many of us. It's well, a you lot got of fun. great. You have great nieces and nephews. Now. I do now. You have, my you nieces, have a great niece. Oh, my nieces several. and nephews. Several. My nieces wow. and it, nephews I, are having babies. I guess that's normal. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. That feels. Not normal. My right? mother is a, got a to be forty eight to have a gr- oh okay well maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, my mother is a great great grandma. Great grandma. Yeah, yeah a great yeah. grandma. Yeah. Think about that. I have a sister that's a grandma. Think about that. That's crazy. That's wild. I feel like I'm yeah. barely grown up, and oh. I have a sister who's a grandma. Yeah, you and I have problems. You and you, Michael. Well, hmm. uh, yes, but I, I'm in therapy, uh, so I'm dealing with them. What What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing, just, not a thing. You're sitting here fighting with Amy every My day. My daughter is a therapist. She's a good one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So How, if, if you need somebody, Here's I can... what's strange. This is, tell me if I'm wrong or not. I don't like going to a, a doctor or any kind of expert that's younger than me. Is that weird? Yeah. Huh. Well, I, that, I don't know why. Your options are going to be narrowed over dwindling. the next several years. I fully right. understand that. So my I, dentist is younger than me. Wow. Yeah. Which is weird. Most of my doctors are all younger than me. What the hardest part for me made me realize I was old was the first thing is uh, when the the athletes are younger than you. I'll tell you when it was for me. Then recently, it's the football coaches. The NFL coaches are younger than me. That's when I'm like, what? In the when world? the San Diego Padres hired, was it Andy Green? Yeah. And he was a year younger than I was. Yeah. That was it for me. I was like, oh, damn it. You're yeah. old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he was 38 when they hired him or 37 or something. Right. And as soon as that happened, I said, well, that's it. I remember Life's when over. I was at that point, I was rooting for Jesse Orozco to last just one more season. 
uh, because he was the only player older than I was in the in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Remember him, Jesse Orozco? No, never heard oh, of him. Of course. Oh, New York Mets pitch for the Cardinals. Really? Jesse Orozco did. So my my uh, oldest player that I can remember, you know, that I was rooting for to always play was, do you guys remember Harold Snaps? No. Oh, yeah, the, the hockey the player, Louis defenseman. Yeah, yeah, he was the last one without a helmet. Yep, he had a great mustache, Harold Snaps. Even Craig McTavish uh, yeah. retired prior to Harold Snaps. Yeah. But Harold was like 50 years old, still beating a snot out and, of him. And what a great kids. name, S-N-E-P-S-T-S. Snips. That's a that's a great name. Very difficult to yeah, say. Snips. Yeah, it is. So I didn't even. This did not occur to me until just now to look it up. Yeah. The oldest player in Major League Baseball this year, and I didn't see. Now I feel really bad. Rich Hill. It's Rich Hill. Yeah. He's forty three. Yeah. He is 43. he is the oldest player What's in he, baseball. What does he play? He's a pitcher. He yeah, looks pirates. like looks like James Comey. Really? It looks exactly like James Comey. So going into the Interesting season. Interesting that a pitcher would be the oldest because you would think it would be. No, it's often the pitchers. Really? Yeah, yeah. It can be depending on what their style is. Yeah. yeah. If Julio Franco throwers, lasted until his mid-40s as a, as a, as a hitter, pitch yep. hitter. Yeah, but yeah. usually it's the pitchers that last into the Jamie Moyer, you think about Nolan Ryan, of course, pitched well into yeah, his 40s. But you 40s. would think the left fielder would be able to run and catch the ball later than a guy could throw the ball 80, 90 Well, miles the legs hour. are the first to go. Really? Yeah. That's what they say. Do you know the oldest player in basketball? It's LeBron, isn't it? Yep, 38. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he's for 38 years old. And that's that's weird to talk about. Is yeah. that a 38-year-old? Oh, my God, this guy's ancient. Right. But in, in sports terms, it it's true. You're getting there. Um, unless you unless you pitch for the Cardinals, and that's like the median age. Well, <laughs> <laughs> good lord, John. John's taking shots at the Cardinals he already. A ship with them today. He's just gonna gut everybody. Really did. <laughs> Whoa! Just wait till they get Yamamoto. Yes. So when they sign Yamamoto, yes. that's when it'll bring the it, average age down. Yes. Don't worry, LeBron. He's like fixated on trying to be able to play when his kids are in the NBA. Correct? Yeah, he yeah. wants to play with Bronny. Yeah, which is not that far away. Well, it's at least two more years, so he'd be like 41 yeah. in the NBA. He's already broke the scoring record, I saw. Yeah. Now, we had this debate yesterday at my house because uh, a greatest. lot of the kids, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're all LeBron people. No. And you're just, you, no. You just want to put them in I love line. LeBron. I want to drown them when they start Why? this argument. It's, fine. it's a silly well, argument. It, that is a silly argument. It is a silly well, argument. Well, okay, I shouldn't say it's silly. It's The argument is lost. Because Michael clearly is better. But, Michael Jordan but, we're talking yes. about. But what LeBron does have is the combination of speed and size and skill. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever had that. But in terms of winning, and I don't think you could just it I don't think it's a good argument to say, well, Michael has six championships and LeBron doesn't. I don't think that's a great argument because it is largely it's about the team you really. have. Yeah. It's it's part of the conversation. Right. It is not the end of the no, conversation. No. Um, because Michael's teams were awesome. Right. His his supporting cast was awesome. Meanwhile, LeBron is dragging this bum-ass team to the finals, you know, and the best player with him was Kevin Love. You know, so that guy, that guy is unbelievable. But there, I, I think the body of work from Michael is clearly better. Did you see Michael Jordan play in real life? Not in person. No. Although one of my college friends, um, his uncle was it is uh, his nickname is Duke I can't think of his last name Ellington. but he is he is a scout oh. that found Tony Kukoc ah. and brought him in so he's a big part of the Bulls organization okay. so this kid 
went to every game that he wanted to go to, and he was like, we got to go. You got to go, man. I'm like, yes, I'll go, and then I never went. Michael right. ended his career with Washington, right? Yeah. With yeah, the, Wizards. Or they were the Bullets then, I think. No, they were the Wizards because oh. I had purchased tickets to go see him, and like two weeks before my tickets is when he blew out his knee and never played again. Oh, that's a shame. Washington Wizards. They were expensive tickets at the I'll time bet. I bought them. I could have sold them. Uh, couldn't have sold him for much. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On the day that, it, that that I went to the game, because mm. he was done. Yeah, that's Te- a shame. Uh, guys, a texter at three one four four three six seventy nine hundred says, "I'm sixty five years old. I want a president that's younger than me, so, <laughs> well, <laughs> or a senator." <laughs> also, uh, a texter says, and I don't know if they're talking to you or to me or to both of us, but it says you should adopt. Who you and I? I don't know. Oh, oh, there you go. What do you think of that? I don't know that we could get through this, this screening. <laughs> no. I don't know how long the process is, but I don't think we get through five minutes. Right. When they ask the question, so when was the last time you prepared a home-cooked meal? Oh, yeah. I I couldn't tell you the last time I sat and actually cooked a meal. Really? Buddy. I'm by myself. Me what too. am I going to do? But you cook for yourselves, don't you? No, you, well, you, you don't get, get out. Like, you do, or, yeah, but you don't do it like you do at home. Like everything you that you do when you live alone yeah. is in. it's got to be prepared in one pan. One yes. pan or one pot. That was, doing... that was not the case at my house yesterday, is all I can tell you. Four hours, right? Well, it's Thanksgiving, Took of course. Took me four hours to clean up the kitchen last night. Four hours. Nobody helped? Uh, my father-in-law uh, took the rest of the meat off the turkey, but other than that. Don't you find <laughs> other that a than bit that. suspicious? There were only ten people at this Thanksgiving, and it took them four hours Pots to do the dishes. The foods. I mean, you had you had you had the, the, the pan with you the turkey. You could have hired a contractor in four you hours the, to come. The, do the it. green bean, the, the mashed potato pan. Very difficult to clean the mashed potato. Uh, four hours there because you get potato. You, you know. know, my aunt had that problem yesterday too. Yes, she said I've soaked this four times, yes. and I thought I, maybe I should be helping. See. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What were you doing at the time, watching football? That's right. Uh, I think I passed out. Bad football games yesterday. In my house, everybody we, I just need to left. Talk about when we probably will like later a in the bomb show. Bomb went off in the kitchen. Uh, Four hours of a bomb. Hancock and Kelly. Yeah. It is post Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday. Mm. Hey, if you're out there in the crowds, uh, text us and let us know how it is. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. If you're out there shopping, and tell us the best deal you've gotten so far Ooh, today, yes. and was it worth it? Was it worth it to stand in line or wait in line or camp out or whatever you did? I need to know. Uh, Hancock and Kelly with me. Brad Young will be joining the show at eleven at o'clock. Point. Yeah, I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. 
Chris and Amy on KMOX. But Amy Marks Corps is out. Brad Young will be in at 11 o'clock. I am joined by Hancock and Kelly. And, uh, you know, guys, taking a look at what's happening halfway across the world, the Red Cross is now saying that 24 of the Israeli hostages have now been released to the Red Cross. Um, so they will make their way back to Israel eventually here. And we see the images right now of the ambulances lined up just waiting for those hostages to come back. Um, so this is, it, it's, things are moving along here. We know that in total, 50 are going to be released at this point. That was the negotiated deal. So at least there's some progress here. We do know that Israel has decided they are not going to uh, commit to a full-on ceasefire. They are going to go back to military action as soon as this process is done. I mean, how long is this going to go on? Uh, the war in Gaza? It could be. Well, no, I mean the process oh. of, of the, the hostages because there will be more negotiation. Yeah. There will be more releases down the line. We just don't know when. Yeah, we don't. And, um, you know, I, I don't expect this ceasefire, this stall of the conflict to last that long. Uh, I think Israel is very committed to eradicating Hamas and removing Hamas's capacity to inflict pain and suffering. So uh, I. I would expect they're going to get back to their military operations sooner rather than later. I guess my question is, is uh, I mean, obviously Israel's you know, bombing the heck out of Gaza as they uh, are entitled to be able to do. How do they know they're not hitting these hostages? They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, will we ever see all 230? No. They may not all even be alive. Well, we know that several have already been deceased mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it, uh, of the 250-odd hostages, uh, you know, a number of them are going to perish you know, if they haven't already. But my understanding is that at least a, a good portion of these, and I don't think it's all of these uh, 50 that are going to be released in total, are not well. So they're not, we're not talking about people who are in the best shape as it is. Maybe uh, they've got some other health issues, and this has made them worse so, I mean, I guess it's a good first step, but at this point, we don't know if any of them are Americans. I don't believe the first 13 that were released this morning, and now they say the number's up to 24, I don't believe any of them at this point are American. Yeah, we know there's a four-year-old American whose parents were both killed by Hamas, who uh, was a host- is a hostage, and uh, you would hope that a four-year-old would be among the first released. At least I would. How is this negotiation going on? Because, I mean, who who is Qatar even talking to? Are they just talking to a bunch of terrorists? Yeah, Qatar has a, a good pipeline into Hamas. Uh, and uh, all the hostages aren't held by Hamas. Islamic Jihad has some. And there may be some of these other splinter groups that may have some. Uh, you're not fighting against a nation state. You're fighting against a terrorist network, and that's what this is. It's terrorism. And, and I know there is a, at least in this country, uh, the official stance is we do not negotiate with terrorists. I believe Israel has the same. I, I know there are some critics of this, and even people who have family members who have been taken hostage, people who live in Israel, are conflicted about this. And I don't think it's, there's a good answer to it because anytime you negotiate with a terrorist, 
you're risking the idea that, well, they you're can do this again. more of it. Yeah. Like, hey, it worked right. for us the first time, yeah. so let's try it again. I just wonder what the end game t- to them could be to start this cycle of, we're going to do this again, we're going to take more hostages, then you're going to uh, commence a bombing campaign and kill a lot of people, we're going to give back hostages, we're going to take more, mm. you're going to bomb us. We're going to give back the hostages. I just don't know what that cycle, what, what does that When's do? What is it? Yes. What yeah. is it? When does it end? Well, I think with Hamas, it's going to end with their inability to take hostages. I mean, you know, you're taking their weapon systems out. You're taking their underground tunnels. You're taking all of their military equipment out. Um, I mean, they'll, you know, there's going to be radical Islamists in the Middle East for the Till the end of time, it, but uh, Hamas as a as an entity is going to be done. Yeah, well, look at it. I mean, even in this country, there's people who've become sympathetic to uh, Hamas. But I would especially think in the Middle East that this this whole conflict. And look, I'm all in on Israel, but it has to be perpetuating uh, the potential for other radical Muslim groups to 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 yeah to recruit take more Israeli. I don't hostages. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, yeah. So to me, to me, and this is extremely complicated. Very, and it's always going to be. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a chance that in our lifetimes this will calm calm down to the point where we we can look over there and say, you know, they're, they're in a really great place. Right. Everybody in the region is in a good place. That's never going to happen as long as we're alive. If it hasn't happened to this point, I just I don't know when it does. But what I am concerned about is the never ending cycle. Of yeah, we'll take out Hamas, but what's gonna what's gonna take its place? Uh, what we did in the Middle East helped create ISIS. ISIS was yeah, but, a thing in part because there, of our actions there. Chris, has there ever been peace in the Middle East? I know that's a kind of a silly, uh, uh, cliche type expression, but I mean, we all studied the Crusades, and we've all studied. I mean, since the beginning of time. This has been land that's been fought over, and I'm not sure that there could ever be peace around this place. I I don't know. But I know the difference now is that terrorism is a thing when it didn't used to be a thing. used to be just flat-out war, right? Now we have terrorism, which puts—and I suppose war puts civilians at risk, too. But it's a completely different kind of warfare, Hmm. which to me is, is more frightening, I think. Of course. And, um, you know, I think you've seen globally that these radical jihadists are, you know, they're focused on Israel today and will always be focused on Israel, but they're everywhere. Uh, They've carried out attacks in the United States and many, many countries in Western Europe. And, um, you know, this is a scourge that is with us now for the, you know, forever. Got Hancock and Kelly with me hanging out for a little bit longer. 314-436-7900. If you would like to join the show today, we want to hear from you again. Brad Young will be joining us at 11 o'clock. It's the Chris and Amy show on KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. 
We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.